Oh my god, my little boy's getting married. Hello everybody and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. Super. I'm your host Jeremy Hammond and joining me as always are my co-hosts Katie Rose Leon. It's genuinely good to be back with my friends in the anime room because my life is hell and this is the only place I want to be. And Alex Patak. Hey you guys, I'm getting married. No, I'm not. Yes, he is, and neither of us were invited. That's Alex. right. Alex. Get married. That's right. For the folks at home, uh, Katie and I are here in the anime room, which is distinctly far from where Alex Patak is getting married. Interesting. Weird, huh? How that worked out. <laughs> Especially because I'm wearing this full-length gown right now. I know. I know. I got a black tie I, I rented a tuxedo. I looked up the colors of their wedding. I assumed we were in the party. <laughs> I had a speech ready. <laughs> I watched Swingers and every Vince Vaughn movie ever, and I got the ideal best man speech. Your speech was going to be the Vegeta, you're not dealing with an ordinary saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should introduce our guest. Our guest this week is uh, a comedian and fun little DSA-type Pokemon, David Citric. Hello. Wow. Yeah, I am a Pokemon. A real Lapras over here, let me tell you. Uh, (laughs) I mean, no offense, you two. I would categorize you both as a regular-type Pokemon, but... Actually, no, you're a Black Jorts Pokemon, Jeremy. Yes, thank you. And you are you are a DSA type Pokemon. Hell yeah. You're like, but that makes you plant based. All power to the Soviets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's a good portion of my weekend cleaning out my cousin's house. She uh, passed away last year, and they're finally like cleaning out her house now. And I found an insane collection of Soviet like relics. Ooh, she has like war medals. Okay, yeah. Nobody. Is that good or like finding war shit in a relative's house after they pass on is a real mixed bag. It is. It's like it's a it's a this weird feeling, a, right? Because yeah, there's the one part of me that's like, is was she like a war historian? Say, so is this like World War Two shit or like yeah, the Afghanistan? Is, like like I, I stole a uh, a pin that's like Lenin's side profile and okay. it says Lenin in Russian underneath it. But she had like hundreds of medals with all sorts of hammers and sickles. Oh, on she them. sounds tight. That's- yeah. Fuck yeah. Fucking sick. And rest in peace, you fucking rule. Oh, man. Rest in peace, comrade. Bless <laughs> up, comrade. <laughs> um, I am sorry. Big ups to Red Heaven. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a fundamental of socialism is you don't believe in that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Red Heaven is the opiate of the masses. <laughs> Red Heaven just sounds like a fetish party at House of Yes. Uh, Red Heaven is the new uh, DSA party drug. It's all the rage. Oh my god! Yeah, they they take it at paid protest. I don't know if you guys <laughs> take this, and you're gonna find listening to a guy with an acoustic guitar talking about the struggle totally cool and not insufferable. Here you go, uh, Jeremy. I am sorry. I started a Twitter war with a anime voice actor. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Hell Katie yeah. started a, a war with an anime voice actor on Twitter, which I just like. Wait, um, um, American dubs? American dubs. Okay. Because he was promoting a new show on Netflix, and he's like, who doesn't like Netflix or anime? Communists, that's who. And I was like, you have clearly not been on deep DSA anime Twitter. (laughs) A fashion of the internet that has ruined my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I tagged the show knowing that if Jeremy was manning it, he would immediately just do a snap reaction and open a hole in the vortex. And boy, did I. I <laughs> oh, said, yeah? fuck this guy. So wait, <laughs> which... tweeted it. Very simple, very <laughs> clear messaging. Fuck this guy. Fuck whatever he was up to with his little <laughs> communism hot take. What? Who is this the voice actor for? Uh, give me a second. I got look- well. My phone's in the other room. He okay. was in JoJo. Yeah, he would, like he's done some legit dubbing. Yeah, he's stuff. one of those okay. guys who like some legit dubbins. <laughs> yes, he's, been, he's done some dubbins. I have a feeling they're not unionized, but you ah, know, yeah. <laughs> he probably he's one of those guys who like probably when he was a teenager spent just like tons of time staring into the mirror, just going like, oh, <laughs> 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 so does Snake. <laughs> Just watching Ponyo and fondling himself. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he's nice. I don't know anything about him. It's just as soon as I opened up that can of worms, I'm like, I'm just gonna shut off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my menchies. See, I thought he was gonna be a nice guy. Uh and then I looked at like the thread that was based around that, and like the second next tweet was him being like, Listen, it was a joke. I don't actually hate communists. But also, when I was in college, I was a communist, and now I'm not. And I was like, all right. Boom. <laughs> He's like, now I'm a rich anime capitalist. Yes. <laughs> I believe in trickle-down streaming economics. When I was in college, I was a communist. Then I discovered tentacle porn, and now I believe in the power of the free market. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the actual podcast. David, we'd like to start off by talking to our guest about your experience with anime. Uh, Were you ever a Dragon Ball fan? Were you an anime fan? No. Junior high and high school would uh, come running home after school every day to to watch uh, the ocean dubs on uh, uh, Cartoon Network. Yeah. It was a big moment when they was like, because for a while, they just had the ocean dubs and they stopped at... um, the Ginyu saga, like just before, right. like just when the Ginyu Force landed, and uh, like I, it was like a, a monumental moment for me when they were like, "Oh man, we're getting the Funimation dubs, and they're going to show the Ginyu saga and the Frieza saga." <laughs> like someone had to explain, a, a friend of mine had to explain to me what a Super Saiyan was, and I was like, "That's ridiculous. There's no way that's what the show is. <laughs> There's no way it does not become that. What does SSJ you mean? Where does the J come they, from? There's a su- they just call it Super Saiyan three. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> there must be a better name than that. <laughs> no, the uh, only time they do that is with uh, the uh, the Ultra Super Saiyan. You remember when uh, Trunks and Vegeta get like super beefy? Oh yeah, but like beefy but slow. Yeah, they're beefy but yeah, slow. Yeah. Yes, of course, BBS. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's my favorite porn hub category. <laughs> That's what the only thing Alex Jones is allowed to watch now. It's <laughs> BBS. <laughs> Oh, God. What kind of anime do you think Alex Jones watches? Um, 
I mean, realistically, it's Dragon Ball for he's just, sure, he's, right? He's really into the Scott Pilgrim manga. <laughs> I don't think he watches, and I think he more just like beats off to like clips. Of, like, Love Hina or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He's, like, on that shit. Like, he's still got Kazaa. Yeah. And he's, yeah. like, still downloading, like, 30-second clips of, like... Kazaa in 18 years. <laughs> yeah, well, me and Jeremy simultaneously exist in 2018 and 2007 oh, at man. the time, same time. I'm right there time you. rip <laughs> and emotional, just, like... Life is hell, so now I'm just like, yeah, but, like, do you guys remember uh, American Rejects, or what's up? (laughs) Swing, swing, huh? Swing, swing. Good song. (laughs) What were their... They had, like, two other, like, big hits, They had mega hits after that. But that's the only one I can remember. It was, like, Swing, Swing, and... Swing, Swing was the big one from that album. This is, like, the second conversation in the span of three days I've had about the All-American Rejects. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I just released a podcast this morning uh, about yeah, get Power that Man 5000. Fuck yeah. All right. So uh, I, I'm right there with you. I love Chop no, so they had That's a great song. That's <laughs> um, excuse me. No. <laughs> System of a Down, legitimately a great band, okay? I'll go to bat. I'll go like, to bat for system. It's Do not my, steal valor as a fucking new metal fan. It's just my favorite bit to like have someone mention a band and then just pick another, a random other song from uh, another band. My favorite bit is to go to parties where I don't know anyone and pretend I've never heard of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Just like in any context, because because if they have like if they're a big Ghostbusters fan, nothing will infuriate them more. Like, yeah, I'm just like I don't even act like annoyed or anything. I'm just like, oh, cool. What is that? And they're yeah, like, what do you mean? What is that? I'm like, I don't know. Is it like a? T- is it new? What? Yeah, is, like- who's in that? Who's in that? Oh. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Oh, the guy from Sergeant Bilko. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's on. It's a Saturday morning cartoon, right? Like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like it's on TLC. It's like one of those like Ghost Hunter shows. It's it's educational, right? Like it's on after Finding Bigfoot. Which is just like drunk redneck Blair Witch. They're just like breathing into the camera, like, that, oh, I think, I think there's a Bigfoot. Uh, how much fun would it be if you got the Long Island medium into like a Ghostbuster outfit? It's just a dream. I actually just want that. It's a dream come true. Do you work in marketing? What, are, what can we fucking make this happen? <laughs> Um, okay, so so we're watching the ocean dubs, getting up to a certain point, starting over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you go further than that? You got into um, the Funimation dubs I got when through, they came out? I got through the, the Cell Saga, and then I went to college and stopped watching it entirely. I never... Um, I've I've watched the Majin Buu Saga, but it's all been through, like, pieced together YouTube clips. I've yeah. not watched the actual episodes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, this past year, got very into Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Uh, very excited that that finished up. Um, beyond that, though, beyond Dragon Ball, uh, I had I had a brief Full Metal Alchemist phase. Ooh, uh, so the original one, right? Not Brotherhood. Whatever they showed on Toonami yeah. or like Adult Swim. I'm a fake geek girl, and I have trouble sometimes keeping up with the versions of everything. But I guess they rebooted it later in a one that was like more close to the original manga. But I also watched the was original. Was it also profoundly sad? Yes. <laughs> okay. I didn't watch it though. I I only have watched the original, the FM. FMA for the the hardcores. And my friend, I used to kick it with these kids who play magic cards at a comic book store. And how I watch is they burnt everything for me on a DVD. Uh, Data disc. (laughs) 
2007. Let's get on it. Yeah, I haven't. We're not. We're not. Fi- data disc we're, we're not finalizing this DVD. <laughs> got uh, the got that DVD RW. You don't have to finalize it. Uh, I am also fake geek girl, and I have never seen Full Metal Alchemist. That's fine. Yeah. Even a little bit of it. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. It's yeah. about like it's not scientists. essential. No. I feel like it's like one it's, of those you had to be there once. So like it's mm. like the a brief overview of the story as I remember it is like there was uh, these two orphan boys. And uh, one of, they were trying to bring their mom back from the dead, uh, but uh, through uh, science, but something went wrong, and his little brother's soul got put into a giant, iron giant sort of robot creature, and that's the first episode. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like alchemy and science, like magic and science are like the same thing in this universe. Yeah, and, yes. uh Making gold. The whole thing, yeah, the, the, the rule of equivalent. Tell you, did they make some gold? All right. <laughs> It was like an equivalent exchange thing where, like, they didn't give enough for the soul. So, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. very sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> it was especially. It was very weird because it would come on like right after Venture Brothers at like eleven thirty on a Saturday. So they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Brock's killing people," and then, "Oh, here's a profoundly sad show about loss." Like, <laughs> speaking of which, shouts to the new Venture Brothers seasons. Very hell good. yeah! I haven't seen any of this season yet. I need to. Like, I want to recap because it's been 10 years yeah. since the last season. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now because I, I have to, like, I, I, I'm annoying and I have to rewatch everything yeah. first. Yeah. Well, it's well, such a deep universe. It's like, a deep universe. And, and like you said, they take 10 years yeah. between seasons. And it's like your whole life has turned over by the time there's new venture. Yeah. Like, out. literally, the last season, I think, was 2014. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But I'm glad they're still cranking them out. That's, I wasn't even dating my fiance when <laughs> there was previously new I, Venture Brothers. The last Brothers. time there was new Venture Brothers, I was married. So. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I was in Portland, Oregon, living a well-adjusted happy life. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh. Well, yeah, what, uh, Northeast Portland? What? what? Oh, I li- yeah, I lived in East. Yeah, East. yeah. Northeast Portland. Scott, oh. Sorry. A little brief, brief little deep dive on <laughs> yeah, Portland Geo. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I live three blocks from the Lloyd Center Mall, featuring oh. an ice skating rink where Tanya Harding used to practice, and I used to get very high and watch people practice while nice. eating a soft pretzel. Get to know me. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's my Tinder bio, everybody. Swipe right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so really quickly, what other uh, what other animes are we? Uh, are That's we into? pretty much just Dragon it. Ball Full Metal. Now that I like, I'm, I'm yeah, I never really got wrapped up into much of anything else. Wow. Did you know people who were like what yeah. kind of not to project on you, but like what kind of nerd were you? What kind? Well, so like when I was a little kid, I was very much like a Star Wars nerd. Okay, yeah. classic. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but it was like, but I was a Star Wars nerd like before it became cool to be a Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no. Oh no, there was like there was some. Uh, maybe this is just growing up in rural Wisconsin, but like I caught shit for liking Star Wars, and then I gave that up and got into Harry Potter before people liked that. Like I remember being in eighth grade and like doing. Harry Potter reading in class, go like, hey, there's like reading a Quidditch match scene, being like, I think this is really cool. And everybody was like, you fucking moron. Oh, God. And so you were one of those like insufferable people, probably, who was yeah. like, it's actually the Philosopher's uh, Stone. No, I was never like that. Come on. I was, I, I did not have any conviction enough to correct anybody. Also, about- this is like, you're like eight when you're doing this, right? It was like, it was eighth grade. I was like 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, and then, so then, like, I, I ran away from all that and got really into baseball, and everybody else was like, we love Star Wars and Harry Potter now, and I'm like, fuck you. I don't, I can't. I'm just gonna get deep into stats. Like, you guys were just waiting for me to get out of this for you all. <laughs> Baseball is, like... It is the nerdiest it's, sport. It is. nerdiest sport. Yeah. That's I why I it. like baseball. Like, whatever, like, me defending baseball sounds like me defending anime, where I'm like, it tells a narrative, okay? It's... <laughs> It's the sport that like most closely reflects real life, you know, because it's just ninety five percent boring and that five percent terror. <laughs> it's about the universe and the experience of watching it. Hell yeah! <laughs> and most importantly, the way that they keep records in the sport is very <laughs> enabling to autistic yeah, exactly. people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just like playing D anD D. Yeah. It's really, yeah, absolutely. I got I got real deep into, like, baseball message boards and, like, baseball statistics message Whoa. boards. Let me tell you, the autism in that community, rampant. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's, any, uh, if it's any consolation to you, I have been really intensely watching uh, YouTube videos about trains and highways Hell lately. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. That is my shit Jeremy. Right now. <laughs> this- Jeremy, are you okay? No. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. You know what? It's okay. This is more of a GT conversation, but you and I, you and I are both like really not okay right now, and the way that we are coping with it is insane. I have been watched so much shitty anime and went and seen so many pop punk concerts in the last like three weeks that someone should come get what, me. What, what, what pop punk concerts? Are just we like my about? friends are in bands, or oh, like okay. I'll just go see anything. So you're, so you're not going to like Newfound Glory reunion shows or anything. I was. I would. A, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I, if someone will bring me. Uh, yeah. Uh, the way I'm coping with my life being a disaster right now is I am planning a ten part. 10 hour deep dive podcast on the life of Robert Moses. <laughs> it's both dad shit and neck deep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess we're like going two ways. You're like jumping forward like twenty years, and I am just like going straight back, <laughs> straight back to two thousand five till I die, baby. Just talking to the merch girl, the... like they seem pretty cool. Where are you guys hanging out after? Got the the full spectrum of millennial spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Katie, let's get into the episode. <laughs> Greetings, podcast viewing public. It is I, John F. Kennedy, making an urgent announcement. I am here to say there are bonus episodes behind the paywall. You can listen to even more snacky content. It's back there, just like Fidel Castro's ghost, with which I am lodged in eternal combat. In addition... You can also buy a silly Dragon Ball shirt in the podcast description at the bottom of the episode. And to all those who lurk against your former president, you will never steal my bones. The title of this episode is The Ninth Universe is Kicking Basil versus Seven Universes Majin Boo. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Kicking basil sounds like a Guy Fieri recipe. Yeah. <laughs> In my kicking basil cheese stickers. It's like the kind of thing that would be on a recipe, and you'd look at it and be like, 
kicking basil. <laughs> is that different from regular basil? Yeah, or is that only go to a specialty you, store? You have to buy it off Emeril Lagasse's website. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who need to catch up like yours truly, we open up on the Galactic Senate where they're watching people kill each other to the death. Yep. <laughs> Everyone thinks Majin Buu. Down and out, because last episode, a DeviantArt page came to life and kicked the <laughs> shit out of him. Can we talk briefly for a moment about this? So, it's Majin Buu versus Universes 9, uh, who are three wolves that look like they came straight out of the Disney-like channel circa 1970. But, it's like, like, it's like if the Disney channel had their own version of Adult Swim. Sure. Like, this zoo would be on it's- it. It was, well, it was like it was like they somebody was they were they were drawing this out and was like okay we need inspiration for this and they watched uh, the three hyenas from the Lion King and was like bulk them up like, yeah. <laughs> make them fuckable ship them out yeah can we watched, get Whoopi Goldberg for this <laughs> it's they watched the Lion King back to back with the Little Mermaid and yeah. they were like those hyenas are cool and Eric is cool what <laughs> if we put the two together. <laughs> So, and it all just looks like a weird furry Gaston. Yeah, it's, it's some weird fucking, some weird deviant ass weeb at Funimation or at a Toei Animation was like, okay, here's the thing, folks. Everybody loves Gaston it's in the song, okay? But here's the thing: how do we make Gaston fuckable? Like we all. No, Toriyama is not designing characters anymore, but if you need it, any more proof, here you go. <laughs> yeah, these fucking tech and tag ass characters. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so distracting. Anyway, so everyone thinks hey, Boo... I think Crash Bandicoot's very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> everyone thinks Boo's down, and then so the little, like, Universe 9, like, uh, Zamasu-looking motherfucker is like... Welcome. Well, this is my team known as the Trio of Danger. Danger, Ranger, 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 Ranger. So we get right into it. Basil the Kicker. What does he do? He does a little kicky kick. By the way, his fur and his shoes the same exact color. Yes. It's making me insane. It's the I worst. know the animation's lazy in this, but like literally do one thing. Just yes. do it. <laughs> one thing. Color, boots, and skin different. Just like try. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. It's like when somebody is like far away from you and they're wearing a top that's like flesh colored. And, this... and you're like from far away, you're like, I know it's not a topless person walking around, but like it's also New York, so maybe. And this this is like not even hand drawn animation, right? This is computer. Oh, this is yeah. definitely done on a computer. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, which just, just exacerbates like... how lazy it yes. is. It's not like you, it's not like some idiot has to go through and like color each. Each individual like reel of what I don't know how animation yeah works, like with but, paint no yeah. there's some discussion from the peanut gallery they're like this guy from universe nine seems mean and Beerus is like yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah he looks directly into the camera and goes that's all that you need to know about universe nine <laughs> we're like great great recap everybody good job great It'll script be writing information later <laughs> Beerus's catchphrase yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, there's a bunch of dust, all these, like, uh, yiffers think they did it, and then, uh, from the distance we hear Boo's childlike laughter. Uh Uh-oh, you done do it now. Majin Boo, (laughs) that was fun, do it again! 
You know his catchphrase. Yeah, and then it comes up to Beerus, and he's like, he likes getting punched in the stomach, and Boo's like, yeah! <laughs> it literally cuts that, which was, was actually kind of fun. And then Boo just starts doing Boo shit, stretchy, punchy beams, yay, little gummy bouncing around like a little pink ball. One notable act from within the Boo shit mm-hmm. uh, is that he takes both hands, like cupped hands, and just like, Keeps whapping him on both sides of the head at the same time. <laughs> like I don't know if you've like read the the stories about Thomas Edison going deaf, but that's how it happened. He, he got his ears boxed. Like yeah. a, like a like a like uh, all of a sudden, old Gaston Crash Bandicoot turned into a sassy grandma and decided yeah. to lay down some old school discipline. <laughs> The fox gets annoyed. He goes, uh, this isn't fun. This is serious. And then as if to look at the audience, I'm like, well, pick a tone because the show <laughs> yeah. does not know what it is. in a serious <laughs> scene. Goku, by the way, I wasn't here for the last episode. Goku is on some next level sociopathy shit this, yes. this arc. He needs to be taken out but anyway goku's like this is weird i can't sense his power and yeah I think, I, actually wait sorry uh, d- d- the the thing that you said before we uh before we started recording was that you hope that this arc ends with vegeta executing goku yeah he needs to be taken out he's a danger to himself and the entire planet so that's the having not watched a ton of super like that's the the thing that always confused me because at the end of the cell saga he's like i'm gonna stay dead because it feels like all this trouble happened happens when I'm floating around uh and then the Majin Buu saga happens and everybody's just like never mind yeah. even though like terror keeps following him specifically <laughs> Goku has no remorse no concern for others yeah he's Ed he Gein just wants to fight yeah um they need to hang him yeah no yeah <laughs> Goku, yeah, the like, Highlander battle to just like rip his head off. Yeah, Vegeta, like I said, like he needs to be put yeah. down like old Yeller. He's like, yes, Goku, we're going for one last fight. And he's like, oh boy, when do we get there? And he just like slowly lifts his arm and beams yeah, him just in the back of the head. Behind the ear, just like keep thinking about those rabbits, Kakarot. <laughs> Anyway, Goku's like, this is weird, and Satan's like, besides that we're fighting fuckable foxes. <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't sense their power. And then, like, there's some, like, bullshit explanation, like, oh, we won't be able to sense anyone's power, so we're gonna have to wing it. And uh, Beerus wants, like, being a weird voice of reason, he's like, he's already forgetting what's at stake. And we're like, have you met this fuckface? Yeah. <laughs> and also, what value possibly could there be to this plot point of like we can't sense their power levels it's uh, never helped the audience not once you know it's not like we're here just like no nope. wait a second i don't know their power level literally in the first episode i think of dragon ball z uh it's established that power levels are hidden constantly and they mean nothing yeah <laughs> like <laughs> the blue wolf over on Team Universe 9's uh, uh, goalie box is, is Sonic just like... Sonic the Wolfhog. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, go, stop fucking around. Go all the way. And so the little fox goes super yiff layer one. <laughs> <laughs> layer one. <laughs> 
and he, uh, he goes all kick, punch, kick, fox beams with the feet. He shoots little beams out of his little uh, skin-colored fox feet. Which is the worst. <laughs> That's the worst thing they did. I get it if he's like a kicking specialist, but do beams from your hands. <laughs> For God's sake. Hey, man. Beams like, come from or, the hands. Or, or go all the way with it and just have individual beams coming from each of his toes. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> It's like they wanted to give him the kinkiest power they could. They were like, this guy is like, a, he's he's like the Z-Boys, except he's all feet. So, yeah, yeah, there's a big cloud of smoke, and we're doing this thing where we repeat the same tropes over and over again. They're like, he's no match. The wolves laugh. Boo laughs. Oh, my God, he's still up. Mr. Satan faints. And he's like, uh, you need to go all the way, boo. Do it for me, champ. And, and, uh, also, can we, what did I just miss what happened to Mr. Satan? Because like, it, it looked like he didn't just faint. He also got roughed up, it looked I like. I think their like, little floating galactic senate box got like, fucked oh, up. Is that, okay. Yeah, he got like, hit by some stray beam okay. or something like that. Yeah, because I, le- I legit thought he was just fucking around to get boo to take it seriously. Yeah, then he was just on the ground yeah. the rest of the episode. That, that's yeah. what I thought, too, because I yeah. also like was only half paying attention because I've watched this show for 79 episodes. (laughs) Um, We're only 11 away, Katie. We're 11 away from it getting good. Oh my God. (laughs) From the beginning. Uh, So uh, Boo, now he's mad and uh, Wolf beams some more and then Boo does some Boo shit and uh, can someone explain this? Then there's like a wolf beam and this like Jedi over in the corner just sucks it up. Oh yeah, from Universe 11 or whatever. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, Lady Weiss is like, oh yeah, it's that guy from Universe 11. Try to remember that four episodes from now where I guess he'll come back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boo does a bunch of zany fighting Boo shit and throws the wolf off the side and everyone's like, yay, we won. No. The no. angel who, by the way, I really like because he has taken none of Goku's bullshit. He's taken none of anyone's He's bullshit. He's literally the only character in this entire show that I've seen see Goku and just be like, no, just shut the fuck no. up. <laughs> so I'm rooting for this bitch. He's like, uh, no, it's not over until Zenu says it is because this is just for his entertainment. You're just pawns in the universe. We have explained this to you like a thousand times, Goku, you sociopath. <laughs> um... And Goku's like, uh, that's not Earth rules. And Angel's like, too bad, so sad. Uh, <laughs> then go to Earth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, yeah. So the Ninth Universe Kai is like yelling like a soccer dad. He's like, if you don't pull it together, you little red fox, I'm going to beat you on the way home. And he throws him a little purple bloopity bloop. That's like steroids, and so he gets all buff and shit. Yeah, now this is... Like, Zensu beans in other universes are crazy. (laughs) This is an issue that I wanted to uh, talk about a little bit here. It needs to be addressed in the... (laughs) It's a very special episode of Dragon Ball. Yeah, folks, uh, you can't see it at home, but I've turned my chair backwards. Uh, We need to talk about juicing in the universe survival tournament... It's it's out of hand and it and it, it takes away a lot from the game. I'm this so is, excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the uh, exhibition match for Grand Zeno. If we're juicing now, yeah, it's where's it end? Rampant. Yeah, absolutely. There's blood doping going on for sure. <laughs> 
They, I thought they caught that Icarus, dude. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's just, the winner of the tournament is just Lance Armstrong. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I'm clean. <laughs> Your champion for Universe 7, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Barry Bonds in the quarter, just like, fuck this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Mark McGuire throwing his hat on the ground. <laughs> Baseball episode. <laughs> we're only 20 episodes late. Yeah, where's Yamcha? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Beerus is like, that's cheating. And then uh, the angel explains, like, actually, um, since it's like Zeno's will, this is a no holds death match. This is like when the WWE is just like, oh, our non existent rules are even less existent. So we're going to do this until someone's beat unconscious. This, this, this tournament is like playing a card game with a four year old. It's just like, whatever the rules are that I want them to be, yeah. as long as I get my way in the end. Yeah, it's like trying to play Yu Gi Oh with a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fox and Boo do some fisty punchies while a sick Tekken song plays. I really like that. Yeah. Great, great uh-huh. song, everybody. Absolutely. Fox beams Boo in the face very hilariously, like a like a faucet. Yeah. Just shooting down. <laughs> Did we already get, also get past the point where he, the Fox guy was kicking Boo in the uh, kicking we're, a dent in his face? Yeah, we're basically oh, there. Okay. Yeah, he's like he's just like kicking a dent in Boo's marshmallow face over and over again. And then someone's like, "Aren't we taking this too far?" And I'm like, "What metric is this on?" Yeah, and I just want to note that like the way that they drew his face in that scene was fantastic. Where he like looks to his boss and he's like, "We gotta stop this. What are you?" Doing is <laughs> Boo just get his face getting turned into a coin slot? <laughs> Hell, hella foot beams, and then a big like mushroom cloud beam, and uh, you know Zeno and his little clone look at each other and go ooh, and I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, and you know another speech about how we won. You can't beat the trio of danger. Blah blah blah. The peanut gallery is like, oh no, we really shit the bed on this one. <laughs> uh, no, you didn't shit the bed. Uh, one of the Kai say, just give it two seconds because we all know how juicing works. <laughs> and uh, uh, someone punched a hole in his volleyball and he got all small and shrivelly and fainted. I don't, and that's the end, right? Uh, oh, and well, then Go, Gohan jumps in. The, yeah, and now it's like, who's next? And so on Universe Nine side, they're like, Lavender, actual name of the character. Yeah. You're next, and you better not fuck this up, because Boo won. Oh, yeah, Boo snaps back, everybody, uh, after oh, the guy faints. Yeah, and he yeah. goes up to, to see uh, Satan, and he helps him get back to health, and then they fucking cuddle for a second. Yeah. And yeah. he's like... I love when you say nice things about me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's He's weird. Like, you got a fucking nice ass. Just like twirling his hair ass. in a sinker. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what is this relationship? What is it? It also felt a little bit like like the way that Satan has been treating Boo is like a little bit patronizing. Like that, like Boo went up there and he understood exactly what had happened. He knew he was in a tournament. He won. He said, "I'm the winner." And then Satan's like, good, you played real good. Like, well, treat him like a fucking adult, right? Here's the what thing. about Boo is adult-like in any way? <laughs> here's the thing. I think it's more of a codependency situation mm-hmm. yeah. where Mr. Satan needs to feel needed by Boo, mm-hmm. but Boo also needs someone to feed him chocolate at all times. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. for sure. Uh-huh. There's not uh, a toxic relationship. Adele's doing relationship fine. Trope. He doesn't need Satan watching over him. He's got 
empty nest syndrome. Like yeah. there's just he's he's a, going through a midlife crisis. Truly. Uh, yeah. So like uh, they're like getting their lavender, and he's like, I, I'm a wolf. I'm gonna kill him real good. By the way, lavender, the universe nine wolf we're introduced to, looks like a straight up once again Disney vault song of the south character. <laughs> yeah. He's standing right there on Splash Mountain behind Briar Rabbit. Like Disney doesn't want you to know this movie exists, but yet here's this ride. Woo! <laughs> Uh, and uh, were his boots the right color? He didn't have any boots on. Oh, he just had some foot. hilarious like overalls. Yeah, he's raw dogging. I also did very much enjoy when it was Gohan's being like, "Well, I guess it's my turn to foot." Like the taking off the glasses, like, hmm, "I guess it's my turn to foot." Like it was very, <laughs> very much like. Well, like uh, when they came to gather the fighters, they very much like made it clear that like lives are on the line sure. and Goku should go get the strongest people and he goes to Gohan first which the whole plot of Super Up to this point was that Gohan is not strong anymore and wants nothing to do with this yeah, life. Yeah, he literally like fainted from beaming too hard. Whoa, man. <laughs> Has happened to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rate the episode. Do an email. Get out of here. Katie, out of seven Dragon Balls. I really don't like these furry dogs. I don't like them. But very watchable. I'll give it. I'll give it five out of seven. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. David, out of seven oh, Dragon Balls. Uh, I will go five out of seven for that, too. It's a good, a lot of, you know, some good action, some good fights, uh, good, some good kicks in the face, and uh, you got to love furry Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I'm, but that's fine. No, no one kicks boo in the gut like Gaston. Sorry. Uh, uh, I'm going six out of seven. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it built on the last episode really well, and I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about where the show is leading. <laughs> I've been burned too many times. <laughs> this is, this like, is I'll get a drink with you, Dragon Ball, but you are not coming home with me. <laughs> <laughs> this show is exactly the way I've heard people describe Assassin's Creed Origins, where it's just like 24 hours into the thing, it finally gets good. <laughs> is it email time? It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Uh, okay, this week's email is from Herb Woods. <laughs> uh, title of email. It's his name, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what's your personal 9-11? <laughs> Yo, ballers, what's up? It's your boy Herb E., Prince of All Volkswagens, the love bug, <laughs> Woods, yeah. here again. <laughs> this is my favorite person in the world. <laughs> Hope all's well. It's not. Uh, anyway, when I started watching the Boo Saga as a young man and had to witness how they cucked my boy Gohan, shit ruined me. That was my 9-11. What was y'all's? Man, your life is easy, <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, yeah. say, my 9-11 <laughs> was 9-11. Yeah, our 9-11 was 9-11. We were there. <laughs> like, Guys, where were you on 9-11? <laughs> I was at my school watching smoke come yeah. over the water. Yeah. Like, I, was, oh, I was in my school gymnasium watching children get called out to one learn by... that their parents were dead. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, I was getting handed oh. a mask so I could walk home without... Are you happy, Herb Woods? <laughs> this is what you get, Herb. This is what you've wrought. 
We're in our sharp place. <laughs> this is punchy Dragon Ball time. You bet you miss just making fun of Alex's balls. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. It's like, I get why he would ask us that question, but it was a trap. <laughs> I, had to, I was I was in Wisconsin. I had to go to, uh, like, every other class in my school shut down except for band class, where we had to go out and do marching band rehearsal because, <laughs> because we had an event on Saturday. <laughs> what instrument did you play? Uh, at that time, I was playing a valve trombone. Not the slide one, but the fakey. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Sucks. They didn't even get you the cool slide. I one. was. I didn't want to learn. It's a, there's mm. a lot. You know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's I really was, hard. I was mostly a saxophone player, but they were like, "We have no use for saxophones right now, so you're going to learn a new instrument." <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You're a boner now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, that was my nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Uh, okay, plugs, Katie. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. You can also listen to our other podcast, Pod Minutes the Cast Night, a very well titled show. Yes. David. I don't have Twitter. Uh, you can find me at. Yeah, I. Sorry. Deleted it a year ago. Feel much better and happier about life. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Instagram at David Citric, uh, Facebook.com slash David Citric. Uh, you can find my one article for the hard times. Yes, he got it. <laughs> I got it. Uh, and if you're in the New York area, I'm going to be on the show Laundry Night at the Bitter End on Tuesday. So. All right, and uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Podmas Cast Night. New episode out now about Power Man 5000, in which everybody hurts me, and we do very fun impressions of the Mark Hamill Joker. I'm not there for it, but... Katie's not there, but I am. Uh, and uh, Jake Flores is there, too, and isn't that fun, huh? The, the world's most unoffensive <laughs> and palatable just, yeah. just a Just a real man of the people. <laughs> He's probably tweeting at Spider-One now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super! Sorry, Jake.